live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on! Oh, yes. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to this beautiful and wet Wednesday morning here in the Bay Area. Man. Be safe out there, all of you getting off work, getting on work, getting ready to go back to school, what have you, semester starting soon, if you're just dropping off the kids later on today, if you got to go make your morning run, maybe rethink that, it's going to be a wet one out there for a while, storm's going to be here for a while, I don't know if it's quite the atmospheric river that we had, remember that that term a couple years ago, atmospheric river, but I know there's going to be high winds today, so please, please, please drive safe, ladies and gentlemen. Just going to be a lot of rain for the foreseeable future here in the Bay Area. A lot of high winds. So please, drive safely. Be smart. My dad, my brother, my mom. It's actually me and my brother who taught me to drive because my parents were just, you know, over it. Having 10 kids, and I'll probably do that to you. Uh, but my brother always said, drive defensively. Drive defensively, and you'll be safe more often than not. So please, Heed that advice, drive defensively out there, and welcome in. 888-957-9570. Again, this is the pregame show with Joe Spadoni. If you would like to get involved, call or text 888-957-9570. Xfinity mobile text line is always open. Download that Odyssey app, favorite 95.7 the game. And man, the Golden State Warriors... Five-game winning streak. They're going to try to make it six tonight at Chase Center against the Detroit Pistons. Coverage of that starts with Warriors Live at 5.30 tonight with John Dickinson before tossing over to Warriors Vox, who is the great Timothy Roy, who had just one of his best games of the year, I think, and that double overtime win against the Atlanta Hawks. Just some sensational calls by the great Tim Roy. Can't wait for that matchup tonight. Pistons aren't sexy. We know that. We get that. Cade Cunningham, what is he out for the season, right? So, yeah. But, again, bad team. You're at home. Only two losses at home all season. Time to get fat and happy. And try to get to three games over 500. Give yourself some breathing room. The more games you go over 500, the more, you know, caution and protection you give yourself later if you have a slip-up again. But right now, there's no slip-up in the Warriors game. There's not. They believe in each other. Per Draymond Green, they're starting to find an identity. What that identity is right now is playing hard, playing smart, sharing the ball, high percentage shots. Now, it may not be that for every single player, but for the guys that you need to buy in right now, that's huge. The DiVincenzos, the Lambs, right? The Kamingas when he was on the floor. You know, Jordan Poole, he's making mistakes here and there, but I'm not worried about Jordan Poole right now because all these other guys are stepping up. Clay Thompson, can he continue what he's been doing? I would like to see it. I would like to see it. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Warriors taking on the Pistons tonight at Chase Center. The 49ers, they're taking on the Arizona Cardinals. We believe it's this Sunday. Um... All the games that we know of other than the Bills and Bengals, which, again, was reported that it will not be played this week. Um, Obviously, we're still monitoring the DeMar Hamlin uh, critical situation that he is in. He suffered cardiac arrest after getting hit in the chest on Monday Night Football. Still in critical situation. Um, Nothing new to report yet. I guess no news right now. Potentially good news, but again, nothing new. Hoping, praying for DeMar Hamlin, his family, his friends, loved ones, what have you. Uh, Scary situation, obviously, but we will continue to monitor that. And any news that comes forth, we will be providing it here on 95.7 The Game throughout the day. But as it stands now, the 49ers, they will be playing the Arizona Cardinals this Sunday at Levi Stadium. By the way, forecast for that one, whew, Santa Clara, 90% chance of precipitation. So, it's going to rain, folks. Winds could be up there. 
And that is not what you want if you're a team trying to secure a two or a one seed potentially in the NFC. Going against the Eagles and the Vikings right now. Those are the teams you got to worry about. Look at the standings currently. If you just go in the NFC, it's Eagles currently. Then you go 49ers, Vikings, Bucks, Cowboys, Giants, Seahawks. Those are the seven teams right now that are in. A lot of mixing and matching to be done. It's going to be very interesting to see how things shake out. I think the Warriors stick to two, even if there's an atmospheric river. I think they're going to play buttoned up this week after a letdown defensively last week in Vegas. They got torched. They got roasted. I'm sure they're going to be very buttoned up all week. D'Amico Ryans is going to work those guys. So I would expect a very buttoned up defensive performance. And with that, that's basically 70% of the battle for the 49ers against this, you know, putrid just in shambles Arizona Cardinals offense and just franchise for that matter. I don't know what's going on with Steve Kahn, the GM. Weird things. He's taking a step away. Maybe reported that it could be a case of mistaken identity. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, I think he's going to be gone. And then Kyler Murray, he's out. He's up for a year. And by the way, a lower extremity injury to Kyler Murray specifically in ACL, and we've seen guys return from the ACLs in the past. It's getting a lot more common and more common as the seasons go on, but with a guy that size that relies on his mobility and speed, who takes hits constantly, who has been shown to wear down in the second half during his NFL career, future is not bright for the Arizona Cardinals uh, in comparison to the bright future that is the San Francisco 49ers being led by Brock freaking Purdy. Right? Is this guy gonna lose? I'm still waiting for the the, the glass slipper, whatever, what have you, the uh, Humpty Dumpty fo- to fall off the ledge. It's not happening. It's not happening. He's gonna continue to win. He'll win on Sunday. Confident in that. Which brings me to this question: We opened up with Warriors for a little bit, talking Niners. Got me to thinking after both of those wild wins, the double overtime win on Monday night with the Warriors, and then the regular overtime win in Vegas against the Raiders for the 49ers. Which one of these teams are winning the title? If you had to put money on just one of these teams right now to win the title this season, who's it going to be? The Golden State Warriors or the San Francisco 49ers? You can put 100 bucks right now, one of those teams to win it all. Which one are you doing? I think I'm taking the Warriors. Is that wild to sound? Is that crazy? After these last couple weeks, am I am I falling for the, the banana in the tailpipe that Goo likes to say? I'm just looking at the odds. And maybe I should be doing this with the 49ers. And let me know at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. If you would like to get involved, I want to know your answers. Xfinity Mobile Text Line, hit me up. But... The Western Conference stinks in the NBA. My God. Just going through it right now. Listen, are the Warriors currently in a position to be sleeping on anyone when they're the nine seed? Maybe not. But again, they're four and a half games out of the top seed in the West. So it's not like they're these they're getting lapped like the Suns did to everyone last season, right? You got Nuggets, this is from top to bottom, one seed all the way down to the 10 seed, the plant team. Nuggets, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Mavericks, Kings, Clippers, Trailblazers, Suns, Warriors, Jazz. And then to round out that out, outside looking in, T-Wolves, Thunder, Lakers. Are you scared of any of those teams that I just listed? Like, honestly, if you're a Warriors fan, the Denver Nuggets... I'm I'm not afraid of them if I have to play a seven-game series against them. I know what the Nuggets are. I just know what they are. They're a good team. They'll beat some teams they're not supposed to, maybe. But they're just not a good matchup for the Warriors. They're not. The Grizzlies? Dylan Brooks? Are you kidding me? John Morant? He's a great player, but I don't see it. 
I don't see it. And yeah, he may, hey, Joe, the Warriors stink on the road, all right? They're not winning anything. They just seem to win one. One in their building, and then we saw it last year in the playoffs. When we were going into that playoff run with no expectations, where it's like, you know what, if they win a series or two, it'd be a good year, I think. Get back into it. They ran the freaking table, and they didn't sweat in the West. They didn't sweat. You know, the Grizzlies series went six games. So what? I wasn't worried about that game, that series. Nuggets, yeah. Mavericks, yeah. Clippers, mm, maybe. Can Kawhi stay healthy? Paul George, is he going to shrink in the playoffs? John Wall, we'll see. But again, the Los Angeles Clippers are perpetual chokers. They've never even been to a conference finals before. So I'm not I'm not ready to crown anyone in the West right now at all. Fun matchup, I will say this one would be intriguing. Obviously, I'd still be taking the Warriors. The Sacramento Kings are an interesting matchup. We keep expecting the Kings to be the Kings. Fade away. It's not happening this year. They're a playoff team. They are fun to watch. Light the beam. There is swagger back in Sacktown. It's fun to see. And I hope there's a good rivalry that brews. If they meet in the playoffs for the first time, that would be awesome. Just for the Sacramento, San Francisco, Bay Area, that whole... It's got a rivalry going. Right? We had it with the Raiders and Niners. We saw it. It's still translated to Vegas. Those fan bases, those teams, they don't like each other. Brandon Ayuk talked about it after the game. He was like, I didn't really understand this rivalry until I was... It's still a rivalry. A's, Giants, teams might not be that good right now. Still a rivalry. Come on, let's make Sacramento and the Kings versus... The Golden State Warriors a rivalry. Let's do that. Be fun to see. But again, the question of the day and of the show on the pregame show with Joe Spadoni, and you can weigh in at 888 Xfinity Mobile Text Line. If you had to put $100 on one of these teams right now, you can only pick one to win the title this season. So the Golden State Warriors or the San Francisco 49ers? Let me know at 888-957-9570. That's 888-957-9570. Again, the Golden State Warriors, they take on the Detroit Pistons tonight at Chase Center. Obviously, if you're traveling to that game, please be safe. It's going to be wet, messy, windy. It's going to be ugly out there. Please be safe. Leave early if you can. Public transportation, We'll be in delays. You should expect that. Expect delays on the road. Please, everyone, be safe out there. It is wet. It is windy. And it is ugly. Warriors Live. The coverage will be at 5.30, starting with John Dickinson, before tossing it over to the great Tim Roy, who will have the call right here on 95.7 The Game. So I'm excited for that one. Get home. Relax. Watch that. It'll be nice. And by the way, this is a Warriors Wednesday. If you didn't know, it's brought to you by Friedman's Appliance, trusted name since 1922. Visit Friedman'sAppliance.com today. Love Friedman's Appliance. Drove past one, I believe in Emeryville, if I wasn't mistaken. It was down there over that Park Street in Emeryville, I think. Or maybe I'm thinking of Alameda. Anyways, I digress. 49ers, Warriors. 100 bucks. Which one are you picking to win the title? Let me know at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. I made my argument for the Warriors there, who I would feel most comfortable with, just because of that route, if you will, through the West. I think they have a very good shot, and Bonte and Shasky were talking about this yesterday on the morning roast. I think they just have a good shot, just given who they're going up against in the West. All the other title contenders that I would be scared to play... Maybe scared strong, but I wouldn't feel comfortable playing and not feel as confident. Bucks, Nets, Celtics. But even the Celtics, I'm I'm going to move them. Who, by the way, got destroyed in Oklahoma City last night. Buck 50 to 117. Yikes. Not good. Bucks, they beat the Wizards. Giannis dropping 55 on that ass. He's so sick. 
best player in the world. It's him and Steph, to me. Just unreal. And those are the teams. The Bucks and the Nets specifically, I think it would be bad matchups for the Warriors. Bucks specifically because of their size. No one can stop Giannis on that team. We've seen it. We saw it. Kavon, God bless him. Against Giannis, it's tough. It's very tough. It's tough against Giannis or whoever you are. Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, all those guys. But especially against that Warriors team that lacks size. So, I like the Warriors. If you're going to make me put $100 on either the Warriors or Niners to win the title. But if you were to take the Niners, I could see the same argument that I use for the Warriors to apply to them. Just look at the other teams in that conference, currently in the NFL, and then specifically in the NFC. Eagles, injuries are stacking up. Lane Johnson, Gardner Johnson, right? Jalen Hurts, throwing shoulder. They have a chance to let the number one seed slide right past them. Now they're going up against a Giants team who may not be playing anyone significantly. It's a division game, but I would expect Dable, a guy, first-year head coach who just clinched a playoff spot, he might be thinking, hey, injury to Daniel Jones here, we're screwed. At least we have a chance, right? At least we have a chance. By the way, Brian Baldinger, who joined the morning roast yesterday, as he does every Tuesday at 7.30. Baldy's the best. You know him. You love him. Former NFL offensive lineman, R95.7 The Game NFL Insider, NFL Network. You know the rest. He was actually asked and talked about, and Shasky asked him about uh, Kyle Shanahan being his coach of the year. And Baldy had a very interesting response to that. You know, if you look at the roster, anybody better than Trent Williams? How many are better than George Kittle? How many are better than Christian McCaffrey? How many are better than Fred Warner? How many are better than Nick Bose? I mean, they've got eight elite players (laughs) on that roster that are as good as anybody in this business. If you compare that roster to what the Giants are doing, I mean, they, they have five guys playing on defense that weren't on the roster, you know, on Labor Day that are playing, you know, and... You know, their, their best player on defense, Xavier McKinney, on his bye week, rolled an ATV and broke, you know, I mean, <laughs> right. you know, he's got a broken hand. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just, so, I, I would say Brian Dable okay. right now. Yeah. The fact that they're in the playoffs and playing great football. Brian Dable, that's his coach of the year. So, again, we're just going through the NFC right now, and the 49ers path doesn't seem that scary except potentially for that first-round matchup, which is why getting that number one seed overall would be huge, obviously. But going up against the Packers, who are hot right now, the Lions, that offense, I'm not scared of the Seahawks. I'm not scared of the Giants. Hell, I'm not really scared of the Cowboys, who do have a good running game, though, who could get after the quarterback with Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, all those guys. But I still think it is a potentially harder ordeal. It always is in the NFL in comparison to other sports because it's one game. Anything could happen in one game. But if we're comparing the Warriors and the Niners and we had to pick 100 bucks to pick one of those teams to win the title, I'm picking the Warriors still. Because of that uh, that unknown still. I feel like I know Brock Purdy, but I don't. Right? That was a hell of a win he had against the Raiders. And I'm not trying to take anything away from that. He had to go through adversity. And I know I'm not the yeah, but guy. But God, the Raiders blow leads like it's nothing. They're sponsored by Blow Pops, actually. Because they blow leads left and right. More, t- more time than anyone in NFL history. Five double-digit leads at halftime the Raiders have blown. Five double-digit leads. Ugh. And defenses are better in the NFC. I'll say that. They will not be playing offensive of the offense like the Raiders' caliber in the NFC. Say what you will about the Raiders and their disappointing season... Hasn't been good. Hasn't been what they wanted. Derek Carr's moving on. Jared Sutton looks good, though. I'll say that. It'll be an interesting offseason there. Will they get Tom Brady? Hell, Jimmy Garoppolo's an option. I think they do stick, by the way, with a guy who knows McDaniel's stuff. Jared Stidham, he was on one against the number one ranked defense in the league. 
And I don't think that was a fluke. I think he knew the system well. Clearly knew it better than Derek Carr, who struggled all season, and Stidham looked infinitely better in that one game than Derek has looked since breaking his leg with the Raiders. I digress. But Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, there's no one with that group of skilled players even close to that in the NFC. Not even close. So that does bode well for the 49ers moving forward, and especially on Sunday when they're going up against no DeAndre Hopkins, I believe. And who is it? David Blau? Am I getting that guy's name right? David Blau? Yeah, who? I don't even know who this guy is. Oh, he was the, the Lions player. That's right. Okay. Don't even know. Oh, man. Purdue's own David Blau. There you go. Have fun this Sunday in an atmospheric river, David, against Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, Drake Jackson, and all those boys. Speaking of the Raiders and that potentially being a preview for the playoffs for the 49ers and maybe a good primer for what they'll see, Brian Baldinger talked about that very specific thing yesterday with the boys on the morning roast. It's fun to think about Glendale. In Super Bowl 57, but you just saw a quarterback make his first start for the Raiders, and you saw what a hot quarterback with really good receivers mm-hmm. can do. And there's 34 points, and the game is in overtime. Yeah, like that's what you're going to get in the postseason. You know, that's what you're going to get. You know, potentially with Dak Prescott, that's what you're going to get if Aaron Rodgers yeah. is in there. Mm-hmm. That's if Tom Brady is in there. Mm-hmm. You know, with the way Jalen Hurts has played. Uh, way Daniel Jones is playing right now, like you're going to get hot quarterbacks, and so the league's number one defense didn't look like it on Sunday. But mm-hmm. look, Devonte made one great play oh. after another. Mm-hmm. Darren Waller's a handful. Like you, Hunter Renfro, nobody could guard him when he. Nope. And they got the best running back in the league. So, yep. like you could say number one stats and all this kind of stuff. Hey, they got it handed to him because they executed and they blocked the guys up front, and you know that kid played great, really great, and so. Yo, that's that's what the postseason is. That's what the postseason is. Except the again, the skilled group of the NFC does not match up against the Raiders. They don't. Not many teams do match up with the Raiders. 49ers are one of the few that do. And that's why it was so fun to watch that shootout in Vegas. And by the way, Michael Irvin, the playmaker, who does a great job with Damon and Rado. He was on yesterday, and he was talking about, you know, obviously the scary situation that happened with DeMar Hamlin, and again, we are still monitoring that situation, don't know anything new yet, still in critical condition, DeMar Hamlin, UC Cincinnati currently, thoughts, prayers, everything, all to his family, to him, DeMar, to his friends and loved ones. Scary, scary situation that we will continue to monitor here on 95.7 The Game. Um, So Michael Irvin, the playmaker, did talk about that yesterday. He obviously is known for a scary hit that took place at the end of his career, that ended his career, neck injury, and very forthright, insightful, and good stuff from Michael Irvin yesterday. And he talked about that comeback specifically for Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers. Here's what he had to say about it. Well, because now... Now the thing, the needle has moved. Oh, we, we used to call it goalposts has moved back and all that. You change it. But the reality is these are two-fold games that you're playing now. There's no longer one-fold. Hey, let's get this thing set up. Let's get going into the playoffs. It's also what experience can we get going into the playoffs because of our quarterback, Brock Purdy. Now, see, so he, he's playing the games, but he has to learn certain things as he goes through these games and prepare him for the playoffs. So in that sense, D, that was a great experience for him. A tight game like that. Fight back. Keep going. I got to go into overtime and make a play to win this game. To have that kind of thing hanging over you is absolutely, I thought, a good experience for Brock Purdy. Not something you're looking for the football team, but certainly a good win for your team coming out on that side and a great experience for Brock Purdy. Hell of a win. Good experience. All great points from Michael. And Michael went on to talk about NFC teams and what NFC teams could potentially give him fits like the Raiders gave that 49ers and their number one defense fits this past Sunday in Las Vegas. 
I don't see it. I, I don't see any team that could do it. And I was even looking at what teams pick up that can kind of run that offense. You know, you see that Packers that runs that same offense, you know, but certainly don't have the running game. But I, I don't see it. I, I, I don't. I don't see any team, any other team, being able to give that kind of those kinds of weapons greatest throughout the Forty Nineers and that kind of running game that I think it'll take. I just don't see anybody else in the NFC that has that. They could do that to that defense. Absolutely. Michael Irvin right there. I totally agree. We've been talking about it. There's no one in the NFC that I'm, I fear right now. It was the Eagles, but Jalen Hurts is hurt. He's hurt. That throwing, that throwing shoulder, arm, whatever you want to call it, sprain, it's not good. It's only going to get colder. It's going to get wet potentially. Hell, it's raining for the next couple weeks. Maybe it's going to be raining in Levi's Stadium. We know it is this Sunday. When the Cardinals come to town, can't wait to break that one down. Might be a slop fest. But perfect game for the Niners defense to get back on track. And this is a perfect time to take a break here. Our first break, we've reached it on the pregame show with Joe Spadoni. We're talking Warriors, Niners. If you had $100, Warriors, Niners fans, or just any fan, because I'm a fan of making money, right? And I'm sure you are too. At 888 Xfinity Mobile Text Line. You got a hundred bucks. You picking the Warriors or the Niners to win the title? You can only pick one. Can't split the difference, can't say fifty on either. You picking the Warriors or the 49ers this season to win a title. You got a hundred bucks. I want to hear it from you at 888-957-9570, We got some contenders and pretenders coming up next. Before getting into it with Joe the Butcher Borchaski with a little crosstalk at the top of the hour. Morning roast today. They're ready about T-minus 40 minutes. Bonte, Shasky, they're fired up. They'll get it all ready for you. Pistons, Warriors. Coverage of that starts tonight on 95.7 The Game at 5.30 with Warriors Live. John Dickinson before tossing over to the great Tim Roy. At 6.30, he'll take you to tip-off and have all that coverage right here on 95.7 The Game, Pistons Warriors. Come on back. One more segment left. Check that. Two segments left on the pregame show with Joe Spadoni on 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pre-game show with Joe Spadoni right here on 95.7 The Game. Going to do a little contenders and pretenders coming up here next. Second to last contenders and pretenders. Regular season winding down. Potentially ending this week. Uh, we still don't know. League office. I'm assuming all the games on Saturday and Sunday are going to be played. Uh, we do know that the Bengals and Bills will not be playing again this week as they are continuing to monitor the DeMar Hamlin, uh, his situation, his injury, his status he is in critical condition after suffering cardiac arrest on monday night in cincinnati on monday night football very scary continue to monitor him any updates we will relay that information to all of you right here on 95 7 the game so no easy way to segue from that i'll do my best but we were talking in the first segment 100 bucks gotta only pick what can only pick one of these teams Win the title this season. Warriors, 49ers. I took the Warriors. What say you at 888-957-9570? It's 888-957-9570. Is it Brock Purdy? Whose dad, by the way, Sean Purdy, is going to be joining the morning roast today at 8 o'clock. Hear about the patriarch of the Purdy family, the Purdy patriarch, Sean Purdy. That'd be cool. Must be thrilling to see his son doing this. Can't imagine. I mean, that's awesome. Watching your son just third string. It's like, hey, we thought that the only game that he even had a chance to start in, or not even start, play. Hell, not even play. We just wanted to see Tom Brady, so we got all these tickets to see the Bucks. And then, hell, my son's just going to go out there and demolish the greatest quarterback of all time? That was awesome to see. That was awesome. So Sean Purdy... Brock Purdy's dad is going to be joining the Morning Rose today at 8 o'clock. Which leads us into our segment right now, talking about Brock Purdy and the 49ers, contenders and pretenders. 
We've missed it, and I've missed that NFL primetime music bed. And if you don't know how this game works, we have Super Bowl contenders and pretenders. And we're going to decide which NFC teams, division leaders currently, are true Super Bowl contenders, or are they just the pretenders? That's it. It's easy. Contenders, pretenders, that's the name of the segment. And that's where we're going to start off right now. And we're going to start off with the number one seed still in the NFC. The Philadelphia Eagles leading the NFC East. And could potentially not win the division. Vikings win, or check that, the Cowboys win and the Eagles lose. The Cowboys win the division. How crazy is that? They're the best team in the league all season long and then just lose it on the last day. That would be brutal. Again, Jalen Hurts' status, not sure. Still dealing with that shoulder sprain. Gardner Minshew, I would assume, would play again this week against the Giants. And a Giants team that obviously clinched last week. They aren't really playing for anything, so they might lay down. But again, division rival. You never know in the NFL. Things are weird. Jared Stidham can throw for a million yards against the number one defense. We just saw that. So anything could happen week to week. But the Eagles, if Jalen Hurts is playing... And we assume he will once the playoffs start. I still think they are Super Bowl contenders. But it's a very big but. Shout out Kim Kardashian. It is all predicated on that shoulder of Jalen Hurts. If he even shows any signs of strength loss in that opening matchup, whoever they play in the playoffs, done. Out. See ya. Don't trust you. Moving on to the team I do ultimately trust right now in the NFC, who is currently leading the NFC West. They are NFC West champions. The San Francisco 49ers, yes. Yeah, they're Super Bowl contenders. What else do you want me to say? Brock Purdy keeps doing what he's doing. Fine through adversity. They have enough to win it all. Will they? Remains to be seen. But there is... Perhaps, again, just one other team I would take above them. And that's the Eagles, maybe, if Jalen Hurts is healthy. If it's not, it's the Niners' conference to lose, in my opinion, in the playoffs. And the playoffs may very well run through Levi Stadium. More on that as the week goes on, as they take on the Arizona Cardinals this Sunday in Santa Clara. Expected to be wet, as it is today, and windy. Please drive safe, everyone. Again, I can't hammer that home enough. Drive defensively. That's what I've always been told. Do the same. Drive slowly. Be safe. You'll get where you need to go. I promise. And if you can't, stay home. It's not worth it. Up next, contenders and pretenders. We've got two more division leaders. And division winners, obviously, already started. So everyone already clinched. The Minnesota Vikings, who got hammered. Just absolutely destroyed in Green Bay this past week. Justin Jefferson didn't do anything. Alexander, the cornerback there, just shutting him down. Kirk Cousins, total fraudulent, as we know. I just... I want to root for them because they just win so many close-score games. It's like, wow, seems just so fun. They're the cardiac kids. It's fun. They do their thing. But they remind me a little bit, and if you're obviously you're in the Bay, you know what I'm talking about. That 2016 Raiders team... Derek Carr, and they were just winning so many close games, so many close games. They kept winning and winning and winning, but that defense was so bad. Now, I'll say this. Derek Carr was on an MVP-type level that season, and Kirk Cousins, who's had a solid year, is not anywhere near that, but you never felt like you were true contenders with that defense that's holding them back, because in their 32nd ranked, anyone can score on that Minnesota Vikings defense. So, for that reason, and like this is a shark team. For that reason, I'm out. For that reasons, they are Super Bowl pretenders. And to round it out in the NFC, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they clinch their division. 8-8. Eight and eight, Chance to go 9-8 this week and finish with a winning record. Doesn't really matter to Tom Brady, I don't think. He's in the playoffs. They will have a home field advantage. They're getting healthy, folks. They're getting healthy. Mike Evans and that connection seems to have come back in the last couple weeks. And that is scary for the rest of the league. That running game with Leonard Fournette. We know playoff Leonard Fournette is a different animal. The offensive line is getting healthier. That's scary. That defense, once playoffs start, I expect them to tighten it up. God, they're Super Bowl pretenders. Yes. 
Even if they finish 8-9, they have Tom Brady in the defense in a running game. And Mike Evans. I can't count out the guy. I can't. I can't count out Tom Brady. So right now we have three Super Bowl contenders currently among the division winners in the NFC. Eagles, 49ers, Bucks, And then real quick over on the AFC side, I mean, it's easy. Chiefs, yes. They're leading the AFC West. They won the AFC West. It's the Chiefs, absolutely no doubt about it. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, they'll be Super Bowl contenders whenever they're together for the rest of their careers. Buffalo Bills, yes, but I don't feel as confident. Um, And obviously, football's the least of their worries right now. What's going on with Damar Hamlin, that whole situation. Just hoping for the best there. So scary. And then Cincinnati Bengals, potentially... Uh, we'll see what goes on there. We don't know. But Joe Burrow, Zach Taylor, absolute Super Bowl contenders in my opinion. They were in it last year with a great chance to win against the Rams. They're heating up at the right time. Jacksonville Jaguars, great story. Fun team. I hope they beat the Titans this week and win the division. Just a fun story. Trevor Lawrence, all the crap that he had to deal with his rookie year. Urban Meyer, the worst coach in the history of the NFL. Guy stunk. He's a disgrace. Don't know why Fox Sports even has him on the pregame show anymore. Urban Meyer's a joke and classless. And this season's been a total referendum on him and his coaching ability in the NFL. He's a total fraud. You know who's not a fraud? Doug Peterson, Super Bowl winning coach with the Philadelphia Eagles. He's riding the ship here with Trevor Lawrence and Jaguars. Not Super Bowl contenders. They are pretenders, but they are a fun team. And I give them a shot to win a game or two in the playoffs with that running game. It's fun to watch. They do just enough on defense. That offense of Trevor Lawrence playing the way he's playing. It's fun. It's very fun. And good for Jacksonville Jaguar fans who have obviously been through the ringer the last couple decades. So in the AFC, <clears throat> check that, easy enough for me to say. Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, among the division winners. They're the Super Bowl contenders. NFC, Niners, Eagles, Bucks. Those six teams right there, folks, that I believe can win the Super Bowl. And I think that's going to be the six teams that's going to stay uh, through next week as well. We'll have one more of these contenders and pretenders next Wednesday to round out the end of the regular season, but I don't foresee anything changing other than barring injuries, of course, which can happen week to week. Scary league. It's not for long. NFL is what they say, so we shall see. We got one more segment coming up here before tossing it over to Bonta Hill and this guy, Joe Shasky, who will be joining me next on the pre-game show i almost said the morning roast it's the pre-morning roast it's the pre-game show as we like to say here you have your coffee and spadonuts before you have the morning roast you have a shot of espresso with me joe spadoni so come on back this is the pre-game show 95.7 the game oh back to the pre-game show on 95.7 the game Pre-game show. Welcome back. Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. One more segment here before tossing over to Bonta Hill and Joe Shasky. The morning roast. They have Sean Purdy on today at 8 o'clock. You know Sean Purdy. Father of Brock Purdy. So that'll be fun. Learn a little bit about Brock, how he grew up, his background, and obviously what it means to watch your son play at the highest level and getting all the success as a rookie, which is pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. We've been talking 49ers, Warriors. You can only pick one. Give you 100 bucks. You can put it all on one of these teams to win the title this season. Is it the Warriors or is it the 49ers? Let me know at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. I think both the Niners and Warriors have great paths potentially to reach the championship game. It's where it gets a little dicey because I think the Eastern Conference for the first time in a long time in the NBA finally has more uh, legit championship contenders than the West does. And I can't remember the last time that happened. It's always been, you know, the Warriors or the Lakers, you know, Spurs. And then it's whatever been LeBron's team, right, in the East for the longest time. But now you got the Celtics who were in it last year, the Bucks, the Nets. Like, those are all bona fide, legit uh, 
teams that could win it all, right? 415, Xfinity Mobile Tech Sign, and you could always weigh in at 888 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. do you just say a shot of Espress Joe? I like that. You know what? I'm going to use that 415. Shot of Espress Joe with some Spadonuts. You know what? I think I see a shirt being made. 957thegameshop.com, by the way. Maybe I'll eventually get on there and promote my brand. And 415, I'll think of you. You'll be the first one. You'll get a free copy. All right? I won't forget you. I see your number right now. I won't forget it. I probably will. But don't worry. For the sake of this show and this segment, I'm not going to forget it. 331, which I think is a Neptune. Where's 331 at? 331 area code. Chicago? All right. That was a horrible accent. I'm sorry. I don't even know what that was. Dubs a lock to throttle the Pistons tonight with the easy cover and win. Ah, there you go. Detroit. Yeah, they're coming in. They're not very good. No Cade Cunningham. And it's unfortunate because he's very fun to watch. But, man, he underwent successful surgery back in December 16th, and he's the future of that team and that franchise. So they're hoping the best for that. He gets back on the floor, probably not this year, but next year. But, again, it's it's another chance for the Warriors to go more games over 500, get some breathing room. While they're at home, we know the road woes, but we know how good they are at home. They're 17-2. and This Jekyll and Hyde situation with at home and on the road, we expected that a little bit because of no Stephen Wiggins, but how these young guys and these new pieces have grown on the Warriors, it's fun to watch, it's fun to see. Anthony Lamb, he joined the Morning Roast yesterday. It was very fun, very cool interview. Get a little taste of who Anthony Lamb is. A little nerd, actually. Big into anime and manga. Respect. I was a big Dragon Ball Z guy, Naruto, One Piece. I'm not going to nerd out here for too long, but love those shows. One Piece is still going on since I've been, since what, since I've been six or seven. Show's never going to end. But again, Anthony Lamb, good interview, and you can find all that on the Odyssey app, favorite957thegame.com, Morning Roast. It'll be right there. But the Detroit Pistons, they take on the Golden State Warriors tonight at Chase Center. Coverage of that starts 530 here. On 95.7 The Game, starting with John Dickinson, Warriors Live. Before tossing over to the great Tim Roy at 6.30, Warriors Vox will be on the call. And we'll have all the coverage of that and post-game coverage on 95.7 The Game. So, again, I pose the question to you. The fans, the audience, who I hope are driving safe in this wet wind. Cold, wet, windy. It's gross out there. Be safe. 49ers, Warriors, you got 100 bucks. You could only put it on one of those teams that won it all this season. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Is it Brock Purdy-led Warriors or the potentially, and should be, the Steph Curry-led Golden State Warriors? I know my answer. What's yours? 888-957-9570, Low text line. Shout out One Punch Man, Attack on Titan. Haven't watched uh, One Punch Man. Couldn't get into Attack on Titan, but I heard One Punch Man is one of the best out there. Again, I'm an OG with these anime that I like to watch. Love Naruto. Love Naruto Shippuden. Shippuden, whatever you want to call it. My Japanese isn't great. Apologies. But was not into Boruto. Don't like that. One Piece, again, been going on for like 22 years. As Joe the Butcher Boy Shasky, who I was just talking about, Joe, that Anthony Lamb interview, and I was su- I'm was i super into, I uh, was anyways, into anime and manga and stuff like that. Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, One Piece when I was a kid. Uh, and now we're getting a bunch of people who like it, apparently. So you know what? Tapping into an audience. Shout out Anthony Lamb. You know, one thing that I've realized, um, and I heard from a lot of people on the Anthony Lamb interview, a lot of people love that interview. Very real. Great questions from both of you guys. One of the things that bugs me the most in sports is I feel like a lot of the people interviewing these athletes have zero idea what these guys are into. And me as a fan, 
I want to know more about these dudes. Like part of why we love Clay so much is that we've learned so much about who he is on the court and off the court, right? Like make these people human because they are humans to me. Like their interests, I find it interesting. Maybe not everyone does, but I find to to hear Anthony Lamb kind of like, oh, I don't know what my favorite song is and my favorite artist. That's more important than some cliche answer about, you know, executing against the Cavaliers on a Tuesday night a week ago. And yeah, in today's society, and I get it, it's tough for these athletes because every single thing they're saying, and we'll nitpick it apart, we'll play it here on the show, we'll play everything, and like, what did he mean by that? Oh, by saying, I was doing that a lot, by the way, as the Raiders uh, benched Derek Carr and got rid of him, and I've just been listening to all the athletes, right, just be saying like, just rooting for Jared Simmons, like, oh, we weren't shocked, we were shocked, I was like, was that a slight at Derek? I was like, as I said, I was like, no, it was just a nice compliment to yeah. Jared. But that's how we interpret it as the yes. media, right? We have to read between the lines. But but Anthony, to your point, he was just like, he was having fun. He was yes. chill. You could tell that right when he got out of the interview. And that's a special thing for some players because yes. a lot of them, as I mentioned, they're just not going to open up. And, no. then, and the question I had today, Shasky, as we're talking about the yeah. Warriors and Anthony Lamb. I heard. I was driving. Got 100 bucks. You can bet it on one of these teams to win the title this season. Mm-hmm. Niners Warriors, which one? I, let me before I answer the question because I know exactly where I'm going, and I'm gonna, you know what? I'll tell you. I'm gonna agree with you. It's the Warriors, yeah. which Would is it, crazy because the last couple, I wouldn't even thought no, of that I, yeah, I, until I, the last couple of weeks. I hear you. <laughs> wouldn't you agree that the NFL is the most unpredictable? I know the Patriots, and like they were in it for 21 years. And they only won, uh, only won the six championships. Now, I'm not diminishing them, but like it's easy to say Patriots every year, right? Yes. Take the Patriots away. It's a crapshoot. It's par- a lot of parody. Right? Like, yes. I mean, nobody had the Denver Broncos beating the Carolina Panthers just a couple of years ago. No. Nobody had the Rams last year, even during the middle of the season. The I mean, Eagles, even, it, when they beat the Pats. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, to me, the NFL is so unpredictable, and that's why I would like the one-game sample, the fact that there's injuries, crazy things happen, throw that to the side. The NBA, not that it's the most predictable, but of the three major sports, wouldn't you agree most people have a better feel for who's going to win it all than the other three sports? Or the yes. other two sports? Yes. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I would agree. And it's, it's you know what, like, I'm looking at this team, and the it's, it's funny just to compare them, because you're going for the 49ers, and the Brock Purdy-led, for, Brock Purdy-led 49ers, and juxtapose that with the Stephen Curry-led Warriors. So just on that face alone, when I thought to myself, I was like, okay, if, if this team is going to rely on Brock, Brock Purdy, I, the smart choice is just go with Steph, because I saw what he did last season. Yes. He's going to lead me to the promised land. And it's just like, okay, it's just silly at that point. But again, to your point, parody being what it is in the NFL, any given Sunday sort of thing. We saw Jared Stidham almost freaking beat the number one defense. Like I mean, he looked phenomenal. It's, it's just weird how things happen. Like, could that happen potentially? Hell, you're playing the Lions, and would anyone be shocked if the Lions, who have been on fire on offense all year, came into the Levi's and it was a shootout, right? Like, oh, didn't expect that, Bull. Joe. Things happen. They lost to the Broncos, the Bears, <laughs> and who was the that other That was early, Shasky. That was pre-Brock, all and, right? And the Falcons. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, yes. like, that's the NFL. But yeah, but yeah, to your point. Like, that's the NFL. Yes. That, that happens all the time. That Broncos loss was, I, that was look, the one. I love still. Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow. <laughs> I did not have, I remember sitting there with Bonte before the NFC Championship game. They had the AFC Championship game because it started at 1230. Our yes. game, I believe, started at 330. Uh, we're watching the second half unfold on the big screen at SoFi, and everybody was like, oh, my God. Everyone, both teams, Rams, Niners, like, we're dodging a bullet. You don't got to face the Chiefs. Yep. And it was the most shocking development. Yeah, and because they had like a 20-point lead, and they blew like it was right before the end of that half. It was I the think. worst half yeah. football Mahomes has played. Yeah, worst half. That, and then they got the, the whole, remember that whole narrative in the AFC because they changed the rules now, the overtime. Oh, of course, Mahomes, he got it first in overtime. They're going to drive down. Then he throws a pick. I know. It's done. And then their kicker, McLaughlin, could have missed. Sucks, by the way, in fantasy. McLaughlin? This year. Chase it's, McLaughlin? Yeah. The same one that shanked that Niner punt, uh, kick uh, two years ago, three years ago. Well, the, the crazy thing is like the Bengals, and I think people have forgotten this, not that they're on the brink of losing to the Raiders, but that was a winnable game in the yes, playoffs against the Raiders, except for that stupid whistle. Yes, and then Derek Carr throwing it short of the end zone for some reason when you need a touchdown, but that's neither here nor there. Darren Waller, I think, is happy to be moving on from Carr. That's just going to leave that there. Uh, where are you at on McDaniels, out of, out of curiosity? Uh, we're stuck with him. So it's like I can't really. So you don't like McDaniel's at all. Um, I'm gonna be fascinated. I think he, I think he was, him and Derek. It's interesting. I'm gonna be wording my 
my choice of words here carefully because yeah. I want to put it all on Derek Carr. He's the quarterback, and a lot of people will. You can't do that. That's not fair. A lot of these blown double-digit leads. Having said that, and it is a coach has to do with that some of that, but if Tom Brady was the quarterback of all those games this year, I feel way more confident oh, that they're going to win those games. It'd be a three-game difference at yeah, minimum. Yeah, at, at minimum. minimum. Wouldn't they're you not agree? blowing all five. Like Historically, this yes. has never happened before. Five double-digit blown leads at halftime? Yeah. Like, that's not happening with well, Tom Brady at the helm. So, having said that, and having seen Jared Stidham, who has only known McDaniel's offense throughout his whole career, you give me Tom Brady... Right? Is that who you want? That's who I want. Yeah. But if I have, if you draft a quarterback and have Jarrett Stidham, and we'll see. It was a one game, if and I he craps the bet against the Chiefs this week. He'll be at home again, so maybe not. But if I see another article about, oh, just like all the old entertainers, he's going to come to Vegas. Oh yeah, it's just a it's like come <laughs> on. <laughs> oh, I, I do want to hear from people regarding the stadium experience. Yeah, Mark said he loved it. Yeah. He said it was. It, I heard a lot of people and on Twitter. It was like. I thought it was better than SoFi. I was like, interesting. Really? That's what My people dad were saying. said it was, too. Yeah, it was interesting. Oh, your dad went to the game? No, he had been to the stadium. Oh, he, he did? Went, this before oh. they even played a game there. He walked through and stuff. Oh, and, he did the tour and, and stuff like that. And he said it was incredible. Okay, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. He was really, really impressed. No, totally. I heard... And the proximity, everything about it he really yes, liked. Yes, the only problems I've heard from people, and it, this is a problem with a lot of statements, especially Levi's, just leaving, getting out of there is really tough. It. Get f- it gets funneled a little bit. Uh, the strip is far away, so you have to walk a little bit. Not enough but, wheelchairs for people to n- get wheeled out. Yes, exactly. So, sort of stuff. Out. If you're going to be waiting a couple hours if you're trying to Uber out, so stuff like that. But you know what? I don't really care about that. It's all about you know just uh, oh. And by the way, if you're wondering on the the Xfinity Mobile text line, Odyssey app. We'll get that fixed right away. Some people have been complaining about Sorry. that. Sorry, it's crazy out there, folks. All right, there's a lot of wind. Please drive safe. Rain, what have you. It's raining cats and dogs. Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. Enough, I've heard enough. Shout out Bill Murray. Shout out Ghostbusters. I love it. You knew it. I know my stuff. Thank you, Joe. He'll be out. Get you a nice fruit basket. (laughs) Miss him. I really I will tell the scene off air that I really like, but it's about the crazy guy with the red hair. Anyways. I'm I'm flubbing here towards the end. I, I'm a total mess. Uh, Joe Shasky, he's going on with Bonte Hill next, the morning roast. Sean Purdy, father of Brock, 8 o'clock. Can't wait for that. Don't go anywhere. 95.7 The Game.